Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 7, chapter 83. In the year 1562, Philip fell into an illness so serious that he was close to death. That was the beginning of Philip's debility. He began by being affected with a sharp pain located in the right arm, which was continuous and acute. The pain then spread through the arm into the nerves of his muscles and became continuous there. To the pain succeeded a fever, which began by being slight and then increased rapidly to the point that all hope of life was lost. In the opinion of the doctors Hippolito Salviani and Bartolomeo Eustachio of Urbino, all they could hope for was to delay his death. Meanwhile, our Holy Father's disciples, fearful that they would lose so excellent a father, besieged God with prayers, lamentations, and fasting. They visited the most holy places in the city to pray and climbed the Scala Santa at the Lateran on their bare knees. Others remained by him in turns day and night, thinking their greatest privilege was to minister to their Holy Father in his needs, if the sick man gave them leave. And so, when all had despaired of his life, he was given viaticum, so that nothing would be missing to sanctify his death. And he was giving the last anointing. And his followers were lamenting the sad loss of their dearest mentor. But here is a miracle of God's power. Although all considered that he had virtually died, after he was fortified by the sacraments of the church, the fever suddenly left him to the astonishment of the doctors. The pain was greatly relieved. And within a few days, he was quite restored to his former health. I must not neglect to add that during his illness, when he had heard others lamenting his condition, he said to them boldly and in full consciousness, I am prepared and not disturbed. But although the Lord has laden me with so many benefits, for some reason, I do not find my spirit refreshed and strengthened enough for such an important step which makes me believe that it is not yet time for me to pass from here. Then he said to Francesco Maria Terugi, It is not up to me to make myself ready for a holy death, but I am certain that this disease will pass away altogether. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, 
Counselor of Popes, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. When St. Philip Neri received the last anointing, in other words, extreme unction. Anointing means unction. And extreme is the last. This is the last anointing. The first anointing is in baptism. You also receive anointing and confirmation. He had also received anointing when he was ordained priest. And he's anointed for the last time in the sacrament of the sick, sacrament of the dying. But he's also considered to have received the last anointing, the extreme unction, because it was at the extreme point of his life, the last part of his life. And he received this sacrament to help him to endure the trials that dangers of death bring upon a man. St. James writes, Is there anyone sick among you? Let him send for the priests of the church and let the priests pray over them, anointing them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick persons and the Lord will raise them up. And if they have committed any sins, their sins will be forgiven them. In that text from St. James, the letter of James, chapter 5, we have the promulgation of the sacrament of the sick. The sacrament that our Lord instituted. And it's for those who are seriously ill, in danger of dying. And St. James says one of the effects is the Lord will raise them up. That means he will raise up their minds so they can unite their sufferings to Christ. He will give them courage to endure this trial, but also he can raise them up bodily if he wants to. One of the effects of the anointing of the sick is bodily healing. And St. Philip tonight received that. He received bodily healing through the anointing of the sick, the last anointing. The Lord raised him up physically. Why does God do that for some people and not for others? Why do some people get anointed and they don't get healed in body? The basic answer theologians give is this. If it's good for our spiritual lives, then he will heal us in body. But if it's not good for us to go on further, to get better, then the Lord will give us the grace to bear this cross. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.